With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Leach Report Radio Network presents Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. To interact with the show, call us at 859-280-2287. That's 859-280-CATS. Welcome. Welcome in to Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I am Anthony White. Alongside Larry Vault and via phone with Jack Pilgrim, we are coming to you live from Clark's Main Street Market on Main Street, just across the street from Rupp Arena. Uh, it is always a pleasure to have Mr. Vault in the building, and he is in the building. And how are you doing this morning, Mr. Vault? I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah, I had to get up a little earlier than normal for the old guy, but I'm doing well. had a good week, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in good shape. I thought you may have gotten two miles in. You said a little bit earlier. I thought by now you've always gotten two miles in by the time you come to us. No, no, not not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And, Mr. Pilgrim, how are things going down there in Peach Jam Country? Oh, it's going very well. I'm a little jealous. I didn't know Larry was coming in to to replace me. I I feel lonely as the only guy on the phone calling in today. But uh, it's going to be a a fun week of basketball down in North Augusta, a bunch of high-profile talent. Uh, could get some Kentucky basketball commitments here in, in, in the coming days slash weeks. So uh, plenty of news coming out of uh, out of uh, Peach Jam this week. And if you run into my boy Pose down there, because I, I flirted with the uh, idea of going there. I was at a conference this week for my job. So I've been out of town all week, and I knew you were going to be there. So uh, if you run into my boy Pose, tell him I was going to be there, but you took my spot. He's he's had a, a good couple of weeks picking up a bunch of big offers. He's going to be able to pick and choose wherever he wants to go, Anthony. So uh, you, you better uh, get 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 down there and see him as, as soon as you can before he picks a college. And that's if he decides to play basketball, because from Van House tells me his numbers in high school track can compete with college uh, power five schools. So if that's if he even chooses basketball, but yeah. Uh, we have an action-packed show lined up for you today. Uh, Larry, as usual, comes through with some blockbuster uh, interviews and, and people to join us. Myself, I brought my former teammate on and a guy yeah. who Larry's covered since he was in diapers. That's true, too. That's, that's not far <laughs> off. We have Craig East on at 930, uh, TJ Bosner with Kentucky Basketball on at 1030. And Riley Gaines will join us at 11 a.m. And that, though, I think all three of those may turn out to be some great interviews. I think Riley could really be special because once she just, it's been officially confirmed, she's the NCAA Woman of the Year. 
nominee from Kentucky. When you think about the female athletes that were in Kentucky this year, it's pretty special. But also, you remember the transgender controversy that she was part of at the NCAA championships. Well, Leah Thomas, the transgender athlete from Penn, has been nominated as their NCAA Woman of the Year candidate. Interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be very interesting. And are we going to ask her about that? Yes, we are. (laughs) Yes, we are. I do not doubt that. I do not doubt that. Uh, Well, where do we start off here? Uh, It's been a pretty action-packed week. I've watched some summer league. I've watched some golf. Uh, I hear that you got over to watch UK basketball. So we can get the basketball out of the way because there's not going to be a whole lot of basketball talk except for TJ. I I went to the Kroger Tour stop in in London, took my youngest grandson. We waited in line just like anybody else for, I think we were in line close to an hour and a half. Uh, And it was fine. It was fun talking to a lot of the UK fans. And I think this is one of the really neat things that UK basketball has done. They had, uh, in in London, they had Casey Wallace and uh, Chris Livingston were both there, along with assistant coaches Orlando Antigua and KT Turner, and of course John Calipari. And it was, I really enjoyed just talking to the fans in the line as I was going through there. And it kind of was kind of refreshing to see how many people still how excited they are about UK basketball. And to, Cal, and to John Calipari's credit, I think at every stop they had, at five stops this week, I think they ended up staying well over an hour more wow. in each spot than what they were scheduled. Because when he first gets there, he says, everybody that's here is going to get their picture and their autograph and all like that. And they did. So it was really a, a neat thing. And then maybe later in the show we can talk about it. I don't really know why U.K. football can't do something similar. I think there have been a lot of people that would like to have been able to shake hands with Will Levis this summer. I hope uh, T.J. Beisner is listening because it sounds like that may be a question for him. Yeah. But. And, and T.J. was there and, and, and organized a lot of this. So we'll be able to talk to him about that. So it should be fun with him at 1030. And you went to uh, London because that London isn't that close to Danville, is it? It's about an hour and 15 minutes. And that was your closest stop on the uh, tour? Somerset Friday would have been a little bit closer. But but my my grandson and I had a big day because earlier on Wednesday morning at the Center College soccer camp, they had two guest speakers by the name of Will Levis and Kenneth Horsey. Ah. So we went down and hung out with them for a while. It was really fun to, to listen to them talk. And if we have a chance later, I'll share one of the best stories was when Will talked to Kenneth about how they were going to get down to SEC Media Days. Oh, that is, that is another thing on the uh, on the front. Uh, SEC Media Days is around the corner. Starts tomorrow. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, I think the U.K. is out on Wednesday. So that should be when we get the official Chris Rodriguez update. <laughs> And, uh, Jack, I'm, I'm assuming you didn't go out to Kroger. I guess you see these guys all the time, so you don't. I think he did. Oh, did you? Did Jack, did you get an autograph in yeah. a picture? Did you give me one? It's a no, question. I, I went to the stop in LaGrange in, in Louisville at the, the Kroger there, and, yeah, I'm right there with Larry. It was incredible showing up, seeing the line wrapped around the building. I mean, there were a 1,000-plus fans there waiting in line, every single one of them so excited. Uh, and I think Kyle Tucker made a good point on Twitter that you get so caught up in the social, uh, you know, the social media side of things where there's so much controversy, so much just outrage about everything that you kind of forget that that's just the very, very vocal minority that 
99% of these Kentucky fans are still just head over heels in love with this program and, and who's leading that program. And they were so complimentary of coach Cal and, uh, you know, just interacting with the players, interacting with the other assistants. It was a really cool event. Uh, and like you said, Larry, they stayed in a full hour afterward. I mean, he must have signed a thousand autographs. And, and one of the first questions was, you know, how do you not get carpal tunnel? How, how are you, uh, you know, adjusting with signing this many autographs. He was like, man, I've been doing this my whole life. I just want everybody to know that my autograph isn't worth anything. Uh, I've signed so many autographs over the over the years that, uh, you know, you're not going to get any value if you sell a John Calipari signed basketball or a T-shirt or whatever it is. So uh, he, he was in good spirits. The fans were in good spirits. It was a great time. And, uh, yeah, I completely agree, Larry. I think football needs to do something similar uh, and kind of keep reaching out to this fan base and just keep them all engaged on, on the football side of things as well. And I'm, and I'm not throwing shade. I, I'm ignorant to this whole thing. <laughs> I do not follow basketball uh, up close or personal, like going, waiting in lines and things. I just don't like lines, so I don't probably wait in line for a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, so Cal is signing autographs. He's he's taking extra time. He head have his head down, pinning these, uh, these uh, memorabilia and things and moving on, or he's – He's the one actually uh, talking to these uh, people or the fans. And he talked to every. Oh, really? In, in London, when you came, you had a chance. To, you got in line, you, and you got to come to a table. He autographed one of the commemorative posters they were giving out. Yeah. You had one item. He autographed that for you. Took pictures. Didn't rush. Jack, in, in London, everybody that brought a gift card or made a cash donation to the Western Kentucky Tornado Relief Fund, he thanked them personally. I was just very, very impressed in the way they kind of scattered the players and the assistant coaches out to where if you were in line, there was somebody around to kind of talk to you. I mean, my, my grandson is 10, and he was in that line for, like I said, we, we were there close to two hours. Never, wow. Never complained once. Wow. Never complained once. And you share the same sentiment, Zach. I mean, Jack, I, I, I assume. Yeah, and when, when he was in, in LaGrange, and it was the first stop of the whole tour, and you could tell he was going above and beyond to uh, interact with the fan base and ask questions, you know, you know, who are you, what's your name? You know, there were a couple kids, it was their birthday that day, and he was wishing them happy birthday. And, and look, this is where Cal is at his best. I mean, that that is why he has embraced this this spotlight at Kentucky uh, that better than anybody that I could imagine. You know, everybody wants to find a replacement for Coach Cal, but this is so important as well to continue to, uh, you know, build that relationship with the fans. And, and you know, after a, a tough year in with the 9-16 season and then the tough ending of this past year, you know, the, I think this was necessary for the program to kind of reconnect with the fans, understand that, okay, hey, we're right back on the right track. Everything is good. I want to tell you how everything is good. You know, he, every fan was asking, how's the team looking? How's everything going? Oh, we're looking great. I'm really excited about this group. There's, you know, a lot of fun. I like Oscar, obviously. You know, he was, he was as engaged as I've seen him with the community in a very, very long time. And I think that's exactly what the fan base needed. And that's Cal at his best. He, he is great at making, you know, everybody uh, that he comes in contact with feel like they're, they're best friends. And, and uh, that's just kind of a special trait that he has always had. And uh, it's cool seeing him back back in this environment and, and kind of just embracing it uh, a little bit more than I think uh, we've seen here in the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I agree, Jack. And I, I did try, Anthony, to put my grandson up to asking John Calipari who his favorite sports writer was. <laughs> but my grandson wouldn't ask him. And I said, why not? Because he said, I don't think he'll say you. 
Oh. <laughs> so, he didn't want, he just, so I thought, well, he, he's probably wiser than me. So because but, he know you won't hold a grudge if it's not you. Probably. Yeah. So, but it, it was it was as good as Jack said. I mean, I think everybody there really, really enjoyed. It. And Jack, I don't know how it was at your stop, but at my stop, I would say there was there from I think the youngest person I talked to, or was it, or the youngest person's mother was five months old, and the oldest gentleman I talked to was ninety one. Wow. Yeah, it, yeah. On that note, I mean, it it was just like that. There were there were actually a couple fans that I thought it was pretty cool. And if you guys are listening to this, shout out to you guys. There was a, a dad with uh, his little little toddler in a stroller, uh, and they said, uh, "Jack, I listen to you every Sunday uh, on Sunday morning sports talk." So shout out to him if he's listening. But it was a, a you know infants and toddlers in in strollers all the way up to eighty and ninety year olds. Uh, wrapped around the building, waiting out that in that hot heat, especially. I mean, it was muggy, it was hot, it was right in the the uh, right in the sun too. So they were good sports about it too, as well. Fans fans could have you know been complaining about how hot it was and waiting out in the sun, but man, they were uh, they were about as excited as you, as they could possibly be. So uh, shout out to the, if that fans listening, uh, appreciate you always tuning in on Sunday mornings. But uh, uh, shout out to the fan base; they they definitely showed out this week as well. It is in this moment where I recognize that, and I, and I love it, the John Calipari. And it's always seemed, I've always had a conflict, and I kind of like the guy, but I have all these problems with him. I have all these problems with him with X's and O's because the game is always changing. There's too many components. There's players. There's recruiting. There's referees. There's, you know, there's just adversity you go through. But one thing he's 100% consistent on is off the basketball court. Outside of basketball, John Calipari is consistent. And I, at this moment, have just realized I've had conflict of interest, and those two things are separate. I don't want anybody judging me for what kind of football player I am as opposed to how they see me in public. So I appreciate you guys for bringing that information to me. Yeah. The phone lines are lit up, so we're going to head into this break. And we're going – we didn't even give out the number yet, and the phone lines That's lit good. up. That's, That's what happens when you get Larry and – in studio, <laughs> we will get these callers when we come back. Come back for this break. You are listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio six thirty WLAP. Welcome back to Stockyards Bank. Sunday morning sports talk. This hour, Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk is brought to you by Country Boy Brewery. And uh, we have been talking Cal Perry on his uh, autograph tour and has been doing a great. He's changed Anthony White's mind, if that makes any difference to anybody. Because if you hear me say something good or bad about somebody, I don't have a problem saying something good about you. And uh, we do have the phone lines lit up, so we are going to get to the phone lines. And I believe we have Jeff. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing this morning? How's it going, Jeff? Pretty good, guys. How you doing? Pretty good. I just, I just want to congratulate Abby Steiner on signing with uh, Puma, and I like you guys for talking about Riley Gaines. I saw where she was uh, nominated for the Women of the Year. There's a guy in our company, Tanner, I worked for. He interviewed her a while back, right after she, uh, I think, right after she graduated, and uh, did a big article on her for his paper. In our in our company, the uh, in mainstream media. So I sent him a little note about it last night. I don't know if he's going to include it in his paper this week. But uh, I just wanted I wanted to ask you ask you guys about um football. Have you guys seen Phil Steele's prediction this year? The one where he has Louisville rated higher than Kentucky. No, well that 
that with that, that with an offensive line, yeah. That, but I'm talking about the SEC East. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I. Well, I, well I this, this is why I'm going to tell you what it is. To Georgia, Georgia one, Tennessee two, Florida three, Kentucky four. Because he says Kentucky don't have enough coming back. He says they've got no receivers basically. Because Ali and that Robinson gone. They ain't got no receivers now and stuff. They ain't got nobody to throw the ball to and all this. They go, but he, but he did say he did say about Stoops. He said he said Stoops teams always exceed my expectations. And he says he says it's the mark of a great coach. He says or a good whatever he says, great coach or good coach. Like it's like Stoops says they always get it wrong. But guys, you remember last year how they picked the East? They had Georgia one and Florida two. Do you know where Florida finished? Five, sixth, sixth. Wow, they finished sixth. They finished, it was Florida sixth. Band to be a dead last six. They've been in six. It's like Merrill says, if they get it wrong, they ought to be fired. And then Feinbaum said, if we did that, wouldn't have no media members. Oh, well, because we don't need no preseason polls, no media days, I reckon. We just save, save time, save Stoops time. He got things to do anyway. He ain't got time for them people. Save time. He can be working practice stuff. He be working all that. I just say, don't none of them go to basketball media days. No way. I told somebody, said, if y'all been to basketball media days, they don't need to touch their mouth on that. And somebody said down here, one five thing, guys, the office conference expansion. Somebody said, well, how are they going to conduct a basketball tournament? I mean, you think they're going to expand because of basketball? You got to be kidding. What, what, what tournament took he fall off of? And all this other stuff. But, but now I, did, I just want to holler at you. And, uh, and uh, Larry, I'll be getting some updates on that Porter kid on Innsworth this fall. We got about a month. I went some seven on sevens this week. There's a guy that's committed to Tennessee. He's up to 6'6, 270. Now I'm going to play for Tennessee next year. But um, I'll get you some updates on that Porter kid this year at Innsworth. Well, and uh, well, well, and you well, guys hang in there and have a great weekend. See you. Good, because that's, that's a really talented receiver that uh, Kentucky has there. And they got another. Really talented commitment yesterday from Anthony Brown out of Springfield, Ohio, who is happened to be the nephew of John Legend. Oh wow! I saw I, that on. Yeah, see, I, I saw that, that on. Yeah. more than him, but yeah, but but I've been told that the UK coaching staff kind of views uh, Anthony Brown as like Wondell Robinson too. Wow! So if he gets to be Wondell Robinson ten, that's going to be pretty good <laughs> enough for me. You don't have to be Wondell Robinson two; he's going to be eight or nine. But just knowing they're even thinking that is pretty impressive. I, I was more impressed by the fact his name was Anthony and he was out of Ohio and was Kentucky crew. So yeah, yeah. Other, otherwise, and and Jeff, uh, keep doing your thing down there in Tennessee. I know he's off the line, but while well, he's off listening, keep doing your thing down there in Tennessee, making people mad and uh, rooting for the Cats. <laughs> but we need people like Phil Steele. That's what gets the grind. I don't want us being ranked first in the SEC, first in the East, or anything like that, Jeff. So I I I, I take no. Uh, I'm rich on that. I'm fine with, with them putting us down. Uh, let me try to get Dennis in. We got about a minute. We're going to try to get Dennis in really quick because I know he's a big uh, football guy down there. Dennis, we got about 45 seconds left. I'm sorry to put you up against the break, but what's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh, real quick, uh, by the way, you can't hear anything when you're on hold, so you guys may have already gone over some of this. But real quick here, and then I'll get off. Uh, Phil Steele has got Kentucky finishing fourth, and that magazine's pretty well respected. I'm going to get y'all's take on that. And uh, I'm going to get Anthony's take on everybody's talking about a, a powerful offense this year. But I, to me, you just can't rely on freshman wide receivers, and I, I get your take on that. And the last thing, 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talking about the enthusiasm for Kentucky basketball, I don't think taking a sample of people standing in line to get an autograph is exactly the the people you engage the interest as far as what's going on with fans out there with uh, what they think about Kentucky basketball or college basketball for that take because of the one-and-done deal. I know a lot of people that now are bigger football fans than they are basketball fans because of the one-and-done. And, done. and uh, we'll, I'll get off here and let y'all banner that around. So thank you. All right. We appreciate that, Dennis. We will discuss a couple of those things, but when we come back on the other side of the break, we will have Craig Yeast, the Yeasty Man, joining us on the show. You are listening to Stockyards Bank, Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. This is Stockyards Bank, Sunday morning sports talk, presented by the Leach Report Radio Network on 630 WLAP. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I am Anthony White alongside Larry Vaught in studio and Jack Pilgrim via phone. And we are now joined by, well, we have the pleasure of being joined by Mr. Craig Franchise Yeast, the newest coach of (laughs) Mercer County High School. What's going on, Yeasty? What's up, man? You call me the franchise, but they don't know you sweet feet. The sweetest <laughs> and the quickest and the fastest feet i ever seen. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, guys, man. how you guys doing? Are we doing good, man? Glad to have you up early with us in the morning. Uh, you know, we got a lot of things going on. I know you've transitioned from the college to back to your old stomping grounds. And we you know, wanted to check in with you and just see how things are going. Uh how was how's the transition been thus far? Is it bittersweet? Is it nostalgic? Uh, come, going back to Harrisburg, how how are things uh, going now over Mercer County? Honestly, man, it's great. You know, it's uh, you know, it's not Harrisburg, but it's Mercer County. Um, but that's where I'm from. That's what I know, and it's just been it's been really good. Uh, just trying to come back home and uh, try to put my own spin on what I think Mercer County football should look like and uh, got a lot of support, uh, got a great administration. Uh, We have an awesome community uh, in Harrisburg, Mercer County, and it's been really good, man. 
uh, I'm excited about it. I know, I know you got some uh, obstacles to to overcome. I know they were, they were nine and three last year, and I watched you uh, coach at Bryant Station. I watched you coach uh, before before you went over to Kentucky West, and I watched you coach a couple of high schools. And the one thing about it, and people in the press box of that say, "Look at Craig down there; he's in their face." And it's not that you're in their face cursing. I mean, that's just the way you were as a teammate, just just enthusiastic, <laughs> just just a momentum. I talked to Razor Ramon. Jackson's mom all the time, and he, he loved playing for Craig. He so kids love playing for you. But uh, Mr. Vaught told me there is there is going to be some uh, uh, there's some attrition over there just from graduation and some things. Uh, are, are you you got that on your radar at Mercer County coming into a tough situation after nine and three season? Yeah, well, first of all, I got a lot of energy. Uh, I think sometimes uh, people mistake my energy and passion. Uh, for other things it's just I just love the game of football I coach it hard uh, I love on our players I get after them I push them uh, but I love on them I do for them as much as I possibly can uh, because that's the way I was raised up by Alvis Johnson uh, and my grandfather and, and my family just growing up it's just the way it was um, but yeah we have some really good players uh, that graduated last year a lot of skilled players a lot of dynamic uh, young men that made a lot of plays. Uh, so we we have a pretty good, strong foundation up front when it comes to uh, offense and defensive line play. Uh, but we have some athletes. Uh, but you know how it is when you have athletes, uh, but they're young, they're inexperienced. Uh, they weren't the man. They were more role players uh, the, the year before or two years uh, until now it's their time. So, uh, we just got a bunch of young guys that we we got to grow up as we move forward throughout the season, throughout this process. Uh, but I think we're going to be okay. Uh, it might take us a little bit um, just because, you know, our guys are learning something new. Uh, it's a new offense, but more importantly, it's a, it's a whole new culture, uh, a whole new expectation uh, of the way that I'm asking them to do things. It's different, uh, and it takes some getting used to. So our guys are just learning, but I still think we're going to be okay. I was just going to re- remind folks, Anthony, in case they've kind of forgot, that during Craig's career at UK, he had 208 catches for 2,899 yards. And also that senior year, which I'm sure you remember, he returned, what was it, three kickoffs and one punt for a touchdown? I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing the numbers that Craig Geese put up. So if I'm listening to Craig talk, when he's on the football field, I think I'd pay attention to him. That's not even counting his professional experience. But those were amazing numbers, Craig. So go back and point those out to those guys who may not sometimes know enough about what you did during your own playing career. Well, Larry, first of all, uh, it's always good talking to you. Uh, I appreciate all the kind words that you just thrown my way. But the, the thing about these kids these days, they don't care who I am. They don't know who I am. Their parents know who I am. All they know is I'm the new football coach, and um, you know they'll 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 come back and uh, we'll sit down and talk, and they'll say, "Hey, man, you played at UK?" I'm like, yeah, I played at UK. When? Uh, from '95 <laughs> to '98, coach, you're old. <laughs> you played in the NFL. <laughs> so you know they don't. You know they they ask me, "Did you play in the NFL?" Yeah, I played in a, uh, professional football and all those things, but. You know, like I said, at the end of the day, none of that really matters. They don't know who I am. Their parents know who I am. 
they just, like I said, it's new football coach and just the way he wants to do things. And um, they just want to know, are you old school? Are you new school? Do you care about us? And how are you going to coach us? And how are you going to get us ready to play? They don't care about what I did uh, back in my UK or professional days. I, I will say this, though, Yeasty. Uh, I coached middle school a couple years ago, and it was you're right. It's the same thing. Well, who? I said so. I, you know, I go to a, <laughs> I go to the old go to movie. I played with Tim Couch. Who was that? <laughs> so I said I knew he didn't stand. A ch- I knew it didn't stand a chance. But I, I say this, Yeasty man. We went down into the swamp, man. You put us. Uh, Vault's talking about three uh, kickoff return. One of them was in the swamp. You put us on your back down there. So everybody said it's hard to win in the swamp. You single-handedly tried to will us to win win, win down there. But here's another thing I think the kids – and if you can convince me that they can't bite off of this, Larry, this is a story for Larry Vaught doesn't even know. Craig and I came in 1995. We were over in this group standing behind Mo Williams, Mike Woodfork, you, you name uh, Donnell Gordon, all these guys, and they called the ones up. Dude. Craig's rotating with the ones. I'm like, this dude came in with us. How is he rotating with the ones? Little bitty guy, man. This is when Bill Curry still coaching. Yeah, Bill Curry was still there. And and Van Howes reminds me, because he was already an upperclassman at that point, that Craig came in as a freshman and was the best receiver on the team. Now, you could take that how you want to, because after history went through, he shows that he was still one of the best receivers ever to play at the university. But as a freshman, I, I like he said, he had some guys who are role players who have to learn their roles and buy into it. They threw Craig right into the fire, and he was the go-to man on a lot of those plays. So, there for you going through that, I'm sure there's have to be some things that you can convince them that I know you were a role player last year, but this year we're counting on you. You got to shake all that immaturity off. Well, um, I appreciate that, sweet feet. But you know, I don't think a lot of people realize that my cousin Donald and his wife Colette lived in Lexington at that time during the summer, but before we came in and I spent that whole summer uh, with the football team uh, at UK before we ever reported. And I really worked hard. Uh, I was there pretty much every day with every single summer workout. And I think that's what kind of helped me, uh, you know, kind of get on the radar uh, with those older guys uh, and with the coaches, because I was just around. You guys weren't around until we showed up for camp. Uh, but I was there working. And I think really for me that was the difference. And I think what I try to get across to our players and what we're really focusing on right now is mental and physical toughness uh, and, and how hard you have to work in order to, to, to put yourself in a position uh, to be better than what you even expect your own self to be. Uh, so right now, you know, we're just trying to teach them toughness, discipline, uh, a great attitude, and how hard you got to work to to be, uh, like I said, to be great. So that's where we are right now. So I just kind of try to use those things from time to time uh, to let them know, hey, if you really want to be good, if you want to be a champion, you're going to have to work for it because no one's going to ever give it to you. It doesn't matter how good you are. There's always somebody that's willing to work harder than you. So you got to always work harder than they do. I don't think I've ever asked you this, Craig, but since Anthony be sitting right here, he can either verify you're telling me the truth or not telling me the truth. But I always heard that Bill Curry, that you kind of sometimes stayed in his doghouse because sometimes <laughs> when you'd get banged up on on Saturday in games, not being the biggest guy, that sometimes 
he didn't think you were giving him enough in practice and he'd get mad and sometimes kind of hold that against you because the, the guy that told me that was Hal Mummy because when Hal came in, the first thing he told me, I was asking about you, he said, hell, I don't care what he does from Monday through Thursday. He scores <laughs> touchdowns on Saturday. He's playing. That's what we get paid for. So how much truth is there to, to any of that stuff or did Hal Mummy just tell me wrong? Well... I don't, I don't, I don't think that I didn't work hard. I think I, I, I no, worked Curry hard. Thought you then, didn't work hard. Well, Coach Curry is a great football coach, and I had one shoulder injury when I was a freshman, and he set me out uh, and wouldn't let me play the Georgia game uh, because he didn't feel like I could play because he didn't think that I practiced enough that week. Uh, so I was really upset about that. Uh, and if you go back in my history of uh, UK, that's the only game I missed. And I vowed to never, ever miss another football game uh, because I didn't want uh, Coach Curry to think that uh, I wasn't always ready to play. So uh, I worked hard, but, you know, I was a freshman. You know, sometimes when you're a freshman or a sophomore, uh, they don't think you're working hard enough. But I worked hard, but – Coach Curry was also old school, and uh, I don't know, A. White. A, I don't know. Did I work hard? I just know he, <laughs> he wouldn't let me play against George, and I didn't like it. That's all I knew. <laughs> you know you know what it was, Craig? There's two sides to this story. One thing, I'll say this. When we first got there, uh, 95, Anwar, Tony Woods, Jay Parks, <laughs> Craig East, uh, George yeah. Mass, there, there was a lot of guys, and Craig was in the leader of the group. The Gordon shortest Crow. guy in the group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, but he's the one doing all the talking. So I'm just kind of like, man, who is this all guy, the man? <laughs> and, and he's come. I mean, he's changed a whole lot because I think he, 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 he and I, but I think he's just from being smaller. He's always had to prove himself. So I said, man, this dude's doing a lot of talking. And I'll be damned. If we get out there on Saturday and like, damn, this dude, this dude is everything that he's he's saying he is, which is the truth. But I think, and uh, Coach Tony Franklin explained this to me. You were undersized at your position, but were faster, quicker than anybody at that position. I was undersized mm-hmm. at my position, and Coach Curry was old school. He wants us to bang every day. Like, he wants you to hit every yes, day. Yes, he did. And our bodies aren't made hey, for do that. Hey, do you remember us being in training camp and being after a three-a-day and running the Wildcat run after we done beat and bang in three practices? <laughs> you full, remember that? Full pads, That's how man. hard it was. Full pad. Oh, we didn't let us take our wow. pads. <laughs> wow. A little different today, isn't it? <laughs> so he wanted us, I guess, to prove every play that we can block and we can do all this tough stuff. And your body's not made for it. Back in his day, that's what you're supposed to do. When you got aerodynamic guys who's made for speed, beating up is is not the is now not the well, thing. They can't even have two days now, can? And that was, oh, and yeah. I think that was the difference from when when uh, Coach Mummy came, uh, like. We would get in, and our practices weren't nearly as physical at all, and we ran a lot. So because we ran so much in practice, like I would run so much and then step out until the other backup guys, you go, you can go. <laughs> I'm good. I know what I'm doing. You go take the rep. <laughs> hey, uh, I can hey, get can away you- with that a little bit more with Coach uh, Mummy. Hey, can you stick can you stick with us for another segment or so? Uh we gotta get to a break. I don't know if you head to the big house or not. No, nah, I got a few more minutes. Yeah, no problem. 
All right, so we're going to get to a break. We're going to continue talking with Craig Yeast. You are listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. This is the home of the Wildcats, 630 WLAP. Welcome back to Stockyards Bank Sunday Morning Sports Talk. I am Anthony White, along with Larry Vaught and Jack Pilgrim, when we are still joined by Hall of Fame, UK Hall of Fame wide receiver Craig East, and still the uh, University of Kentucky's all-time leading receiver in receptions. Uh, Craig, I did want to ask you about uh, Mercer County. I know you said there, there's some been some attrition. You got uh, some younger guys coming to step up, and you kind of is is there still the the parks, the yeast, the duns? Uh, are those names still around in the Harrisburg, Mercer County area, or have they migrated over the years just because of uh, you guys all moving away and doing different things in your life? Or are those are those names still around in Harrisburg? There's a few of those names still around. Most of them have kind of. Uh, matriculated into other areas and other places to live. Uh, I'm hoping that uh, me being back in town and and working in the school uh, and being the head football coach at Mercer County High School, that eventually some of those families uh, or or their their kids, their siblings, uh, will bring their children back and, and raise them back up here. Uh, in Mercer County and, and, and let me uh, help them raise them up and also win some state championships like my big cousin Terry is doing in track. And I also wanted to ask, uh, well, back to the college thing. I know we ain't got a whole lot of time. We last uh, section segment went over a little bit. I want to ask you about this, this current UK season, uh, that Wondell Robinson, that Will Levis connection, what do you think about the offense they're running now, probably in comparison to yours? And I think I know what you're going to say, but the older Craig East, I'm interested in what he's going to say. Will Levis to Wondell Robinson, is it more lethal than the Tim Couch to Craig East? Or how, 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 do, you, how do you assess that? More lethal? Um, yeah. I don't want to say I don't want to say more lethal uh, one way or the other. I would say different. Uh, I think the way the style of offense that we ran uh, compared to the style of offense that uh, that connection uh, with Levis and Robinson, I just think it was different. Uh, I thought that uh, Cohen did a great job of putting them in position to make plays. I mean, you just, sometimes you just got to take your best player uh, and you got to figure out a way to put him in position uh, via game plan. Uh, or just saying here, I'm just going to give you a ball and, and let Booby spin. You know what I'm saying? And right. I think that's what they did with uh, with Wandell, and he was v- just a dynamic football player. And I think if you go back and you look at uh, when we were playing, uh, that's kind of what they did with me. If you ever notice, like look at uh, Wandell. He ran a lot of short stuff and screens, and they handed it to him. But he ran a lot of deep routes, too, a lot of deep crossing routes. Like threw them ball down the field, uh, let him make plays down the field. And, and if you look at myself, 
like I ran curls and, and hitches and the occasional uh, post or, or go route, but I ran screens. I ran a lot of screens and quicks and, hey, you know, beastie. it was like I, a punt return all the time. Yes. I, I got to cut you off. We got a hard break coming at the top of the hour. Wandell goes long. You caught it short and went 50. Wandell caught it at 50 and went in the end zone. That's the take I take from it. I Correct. appreciate you for joining us, Mr. Yeast. As always, we will continue Sunday morning sports talk at the top of this break. You are listening to Stockyards Bank Sunday morning sports talk on News Radio 630 WLAP. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.